You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, it is Cash the Ticket. It is the college football cavalcade. We're pumped up about it. Uh, If you didn't hear the kickoff to season two, encourage you to go back and listen to it. Some of the new features, including you're going to get video. I'm sure Evan will pull some of the good stuff from this. We're in our brand new studio that was built on our backs, and we're very proud of it. So get to the YouTube Subscribe, like, and of course, you know the bit with the podcast. I I still don't understand the subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe game, but apparently that's a thing. Feel free to do it for us. We're going to be doing conference previews, uh, kicking off with the Big Ten. We are a Midwestern uh, podcast. It emanates from Detroit, even though we have a national audience. And the Big Ten, look, man, three of the top five teams in America, arguably. It's a great place to start. Playoff teams a year ago. Yeah, and I think they're going to get two again this year. More on that momentarily. Jim has a caper. I have a solution to his caper. Because I don't think he knows what I know. Um, But here's my problem with the Big Ten. Is there a greater divisional disparity in any conference, in any corner of this country, than what we look at between the East, which is every bit as good as the SEC West, and then whatever bullshit nonsense the Big Ten West is. That's a joke. The Big Ten title game has turned into nothing more than a 21-point or 28-point coronation for the East. Big Ten West is 0-9 in the Big Ten yeah, title game. Yeah, they never won. Yeah. And they're not Some gonna, of those are like 50-point blowouts. Yeah, let me help you. They're not going to win this year. So here's what we can do. Do you want to get the, the, the mess of the West out of the way? Or do you want to just lead with the premium, you know, USDA-approved prime? You start with the best. We'll get to the rest. Okay. The beast of the East. So let's. This is this. Michigan's, correct? I I mean, look, I assume so. But from a now, listen, from a football perspective, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. From a betting perspective, I, there's no value to me in betting Michigan or Ohio State. So now, you have the odds in front of you? I do. Um, Ohio State is plus one sixty-five to win the conference. Michigan's plus one eighty. Do I think those are backwards? I do. J.J. McCarthy returns for U of M. Best running back duo in America. O-line is legit. Now the defense, there's some holes to patch, but let's face it. They're basically in the, we, we just hire a Ravens assistant and it's all good. Ohio State replacing C.J. Stroud, it's like this weird universe. Like I'm on planet Nebular. How is everyone just rolling with, well, new guy will be, 
what? C.J. Stroud? There's no fucking way. That guy was number two pick in the draft. Right. And he, he dueled Georgia to the buzzer. So you don't just replace that guy. Ohio State down two tackles, which is a big deal if you're breaking in a new quarterback, I agree. by the way. Hello. I agree. And you got to go to Ann Arbor this year. So, yeah, are those switched, reversed? And yeah. again. Now, now, you're going to tell me there's no value in Michigan. If I'm getting them nearly two to one, I can't bet them to win the Big Ten. I wouldn't because I think I got something better for you. But, look, I'm not mad if you want to place a bet on Michigan. Because it feels my, like they're the heavy favorite. But here's, here's my issue with futures, and, I, and I'll be upfront with the listeners on this. Futures like this, you're giving the casino or the book an interest-free loan for six months of your life. For plus 165 or plus 180, I ain't interested. That's me. If that works for you, God bless, go do it. For futures, you got to show me things like, look, I got to bet for MVP. I got to bet for Heisman. I got to bet for a natty where I'm getting plus 2,000, plus 4,000. Something, something meatier for me to give them my money and let them sit on it. I don't think the value is there. And let me give you the other thing. And look, Kyle McCord might be everything. He might be awesome. I just haven't seen it for Ohio State. McCarthy, he's fine enough. I know a lot of people get upset when I say that. But the reality is he doesn't throw 20 passes a game. They run the hell out of the football. They're fantastic. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't love this when I think there's... I'm not hitting the button on that goddamn thing. <laughs> There's a certain word I don't want to say that Cookies loves, and this is his caper. I think there's <clears throat> on another team in the conference, except I'm going to let you do your spiel. Okay. And then I'm going to I'm gonna one-up you because I got something better for you. I'm looking out for you. Off to a great start, going to one-up me. No, I'm looking one, out one, for one you. One preview in. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm looking out for you. But go ahead because you happen to believe Penn State is the play. Yeah, so... I look at them as the biggest threat to Michigan in the Big Ten. And you can laugh at it. You can say it's Michigan, Ohio State, big two, little late. No one comes close. It's going to be one of those two teams. I think Michigan's the prohibitive favorite. And I think the team best positioned, if someone's going to topple them, it's not the Buckeyes. Michigan's taken their lunch money the last couple of years. It's Penn State. The well, altar of Aller, as Drew Aller steps in as the starting quarterback. has to be an upgrade from Sean Clifford. has to be. And what's it's most not impossible to, to just come in. And be Sean Clifford. I, I, I hate Sean Clifford. It was maddening. Awful. Brutal. But what you're doing, you're taking your five-star quarterback like Michigan has, right? Mm -hmm. And you're putting him in a good environment to succeed. You mentioned it, Michigan. They got the two tailbacks. They run the ball. They got this offensive Singleton's line. Singleton's a star. He's awesome. 1,000-yard back as a freshman. Yep. Allen's the other back yep. next to him. He had eight, 800 yards a year ago, so nearly 2,000 between them. Mike, they bring back four or five starters on the offensive line. One of them's going top five in the NFL that draft. Can't line. pronounce his name. It's not going to try. Don't worry about it. Haj Badilla, whatever his last name is, he's going top five. So you do have support for your young quarterback who you has what you all have? the talent in the world. Let me tell you what you have. What do you have? You have the best defense in America. Manny Diaz, year two. Now he's a great coordinator, shithead coach, great coordinator. Jim, I think Penn State's got the best defense in the country. Led the Big Ten in sacks a year ago. They bring back their whole linebacker core, 10 to 12 defensive linemen in the rotation. Mike, and the big thing, they get the game at their place. Penn State's won two of the last three against Michigan and Happy Valley. Yep. Michigan beat them 2021, but it was a 7-6 and six Penn State team, and it went down to the minute, the final two minutes of the game. I'm That's bummed not it's an not easy the, place for them. I'm bummed it's not the whiteout. How it's, Penn State-Michigan, but again, we allow it's these— It's Fox and it's noon. No, we allow the TV networks to just ruin everything. But here's the deal. But tell me that's not a bigger threat to Michigan than Ohio State going to it Ann is. Arbor. It is, but I, I'd like to present to you— 
Value. Thank you. I don't need a cactus when we have you. <laughs> Plus 550 to win the Big Ten. But what if I could offer you something that preserves 80% of the value but gives you pathways that make it twice as valuable? What do you got? To cash it. So here's your issue. Very plausible. Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State all go 11-1. and one. Round robin. Penn State beats Michigan. Penn State loses in Columbus. Yep. And Michigan takes care of business the final week of the regular season. So now, you got a three-way tie. And you know what that's going to go to? The 58th tiebreaker. <laughs> but I did some reading on this. That tiebreaker comes down to the record of your non-divisional opponents. So the crossovers. Here's your problem. Penn State plays Northwestern, who's a vomit pile, and Michigan and Ohio State don't. So Penn State, in a tiebreaker, will lose. Would not advance. And would not go to the Big Ten title game. So what do you have? Well, I have... Value. Thank you. Penn State to make the playoff, plus 440. So not 11 and 1 Penn State goes to the playoff a la OSU last year as the team that didn't even go to Indy. They would have a win over U of M. They would have the resume. You get plus 440 instead of plus 550. And I take the scenarios out of getting fucked by a ridiculous tiebreaker. They and again, if they win the conference. Hey, balloons for everybody. You're going to be pissed at plus 440 versus plus 550? No. Here's the other thing. If you think they're this big of a threat to U of M, and I think Michigan is the biggest threat to Georgia, mm-hmm. returning QB, Georgia doesn't have one. Nope. Bama doesn't have one. Correct. First of all, Bama doesn't have a quarterback. We'll get to that in the SEC. If you have three quarterbacks, do you have any quarterbacks? No. <laughs> My point is, if you believe, A, they're going to beat them on the field, and B, they're their biggest threat regardless, then don't you take a nibble at plus 2,000 to win the whole goddamn thing? To win the whole thing? Yeah. So you love getting the, the four-digit bets. I bet horses. <laughs> Hello? Have we met? The only world I take minus 110 is this goddamn man. Hold on, hold on. Football. We got this, this uh, hey, I think they got a shot to beat Michigan now. You're like, why don't you bet them to win the national title? Listen, I'm just making a point to you. If I can get you plus 440... <laughs> And you don't even have to go to Indy. No, I like that. I like that workaround. You're building in a little bit of uh, just trying to help cushion. you because here's cushion. the problem. I I I, I worry. Wrong, by, by the way, am I wrong to root out of, to to just take Ohio State off the table? I don't think you're wrong because you just haven't seen what Kyle McCord can okay. do. And look, do they have the cheat code? The most unstoppable player, arguably in college football, that's not a quarterback, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. But here's my problem, right? We'll, we'll, we'll change gears to Ohio State. They go out and hire Jim Knowles out of Oklahoma State, and they bring him in as their D.C., and they got fucking destroyed. In the one game they hired him, they needed him, and Jim Knowles decided, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play zero cover. We're just, you know what, fuck safeties. We're going to put nine at the line, and Michigan did the right thing. Hard play action, tight end who's uncovered. Hey, we got a blown coverage on Cornelius Johnson. Ones, yep. Well, then they decided to sag, and Michigan pounded it down their throat. So my issue with OSU is, okay, what's the counter? 
And OSU's fatal flaw in all of this with Ryan Day to me, there ain't no Bosa brother walking through that door. I don't see Chase Young walking through that door. They are not the Ohio State that Urban Meyer built up front on defense. Michigan has broken them. They've broken them. Because here's what's fucked up. Michigan's designed to beat OSU. And OSU is designed to beat the Bamas and Georgias. That's why Ohio State can go to the playoff and you go, wait. They got absolutely launched out of their own stadium by Michigan. But here they are. And frankly, if Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't get taken out by an illegal hit, they beat Georgia. They gave Georgia everything they wanted. Even without Marvin Harrison. If exactly. the kicker makes the kick at the stroke of midnight, right. they go to the Happy title. Happy New Year. Yep. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think you're wrong because what are we betting on? Like, with Ohio State, do they have the best defense in America? No. Do we know what that offensive line will look like? No. Okay. And we don't know about the quarterback. All right. With Penn State, I can hang my hat on defense. I'm going to get U of M at a place they struggle. And as much as Aller's a wild card, I have the running backs. I have the O-line. I have the defense. Now, what scares me is James Franklin turning into a goddamn idiot in the biggest moments. The fourth down stuff, the clock management. We fake field goals for no reason. I get scared shitless by it. But no, I don't think you're wrong because what, what, I, I'm going to have to say it. I don't want to say it. What value are you getting in OSU at plus 165 for all those unknowns? You're not, it doesn't make any sense to me to have them as the betting favorite to win the Big Ten. I wouldn't touch it. So now you start looking elsewhere. But Michigan. it's only those three teams. Like you no, don't I see, know the big drop right, off after Is that. there a TCU with the following teams? Wisconsin? Plus 800. I mean, they're going to run the goddamn air raid, which is insane. Talk about an identity crisis. Iowa. Hey, I'll fire my son if we don't score 24 a game. Plus 1,200. Minnesota, plus 1,500. Illinois, regression candidate. Maryland, I mean, underachiever. No, Let me know when they beat a team that's decent. Nebraska, Purdue. My Spartans, plus 11,000. No, just no to all of this. So, look, if you're going to bet the conference, to me – you can go Penn State. I think the workaround is kind of sneaky. I was on, I was on FanDuel earlier, and it was plus 440, and I'm like, they could get there without winning the conference. I think the Big Ten East has the cachet that the SEC has. Mm-hmm. I think you could see a one SEC team is getting in this year. Of course. I got another team that I, I think is a mortal lock to make it, but uh, I, I'm going to save it. The key here is the seal was broken last year. You got two so. Big Ten teams, yeah. and it used to be reserved for only the SEC you got two from the Big Ten. Yep. If you love Michigan atop the conference, I think they deserve to be there, should win their third straight. But if you're looking for someone to break the yeah. party, either topple them at value or get in as a second team, it's Penn State, not Ohio it's State. It's not the same when the cactus doesn't say no. Um, So let's go to the West before we do, like, win totals. Yeah. Okay, we know you're not betting anyone in the West to win the conference. Correct. And you're not going to bet anyone in the West to make the playoff. Now, Correct. if you shop... You can get a price to just win the West, which is kind of like the participation trophy, but fine enough. If you hit the ticket, your bank account gets the money. That's all that matters. So here's my question. Which one of these do you like better? Now, I don't buy Minnesota. I know Tanner Morgan's gone. He used up all 15 years of his eligibility. Now they got the Greek god of checkdowns. Losing Ibrahim is huge. They lost a couple of their old linemen, including Daniel Falele. I just, plus you got P.J. Fleck now, like, like getting 
crushed because he's a fucking weirdo. Like, that's news. He made us exercise. Well, no shit. You know, you missed a kick. Isn't that what, what happens here? But I don't buy Minnesota. Big Burt, God love him. I mean, you lost your D.C. I don't know who the hell the quarterback is. Chase Brown ain't walking through that door. I just think Illinois comes back down to earth. Purdue, we're an offensive factory, but now we hire a defensive head coach. Aiden O'Connell's done after a decade. I don't buy them. Northwestern's a fucking shit show mm-hmm. with, with Fitz out, the hazing, all that. Okay, so the West is a mess. It's Wisconsin and it's Iowa. Iowa, I mean, nepotism you. Kirk Ferentz's son is the OC, and it's written in his contract, if they don't score at least 24 points a game, he loses his job. I have never, never in my life, if that was a movie, I'd be like, well, this is bullshit. This is ridiculous. Counterpoint. They all should have it in their clause. If you can't score 24 points in college football, should you keep your job as an offensive coordinator? Shouldn't they all have that clause at this point? I'm down. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like on one hand, one hand, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I've never heard of anything like I mean, it. If you're on the other mass, hand, I think everybody watching at home is like, if these bozos can't score three touchdowns, that's fair. How about this? Eight field goals. What are we doing? Why do you have a job? What do you like better? Wisconsin to win the West at plus one thirty-five. Now that look, they have a quarterback I like quite a bit. Mordecai. Tanner Mordecai comes in, former Oklahoma guy, SMU guy. Um, he can spin it. Mm-hmm. And they got Braylon Allen. Now it's a weird fit. The whole Wisconsin O-line is geared to line up and smash, and now they're going to be pitter-pattering all over the place, pass-blocking. That's a hell of an identity change. I don't know about the wide receivers. Oh, and by the way, Jim Leonard's gone, so away we go. You're doing a whole scheme change on defense. Plus 135 there, or... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I actually think Cade McNamara is a really nice fit for Iowa, the Michigan transfer, Eric All. Upgraded tight end there. Not an upgrade, but a replacement for Sam Laporta yeah. who went in the second round. A good replacement. And you know the defense is going to be good. And you know they got a wicked home field advantage. I want to pull the Iowa schedule briefly. Yeah, but go ahead. But I'll tell you this. They, a, they avoid Michigan and Ohio State. He's going to get me to say value again. Iowa, from a value standpoint, you're getting plus 260. It's basically double your money if you took Iowa. You have the schedule in front of you? I don't have their full schedule. I just have a couple notes. All right, I'll pull it right we'll, now. We'll get the whole schedule. What one do you like? So I do want to. I do want to consider a door number three that you excluded earlier. But I'll talk through the first two, the favorites. Who did I miss? Wisconsin. I I'm concerned about the identity too. They are a a school that when you think of them, it's 330 pound corn fed offensive lineman. This is a big change. Pitter patter, pitter patter. Yeah, I don't know if it works. Okay. That's pretty dramatic to to flip the script in one year. Iowa. They avoid Michigan and Ohio State. They get Illinois at home. They got their full offensive line back. Caleb Johnson, the tailback, five yards a carry last year for Iowa. So they can still do what they want to do, play defense and run it. But your point, yes. With well, they also Mac have the, the punter deluxe. Sure. All right, here's schedule. So winning the West. They're at Penn State at night. Dead. Dead. Mm-hmm. Home against MSU. Home against Purdue. In Wisconsin. Home Minnesota, home Northwestern, home Rutgers, home Illinois at Nebraska. Look, the only game I will pick them to lose outside of Penn State could be Wisconsin. Sure. But what travels best? Defense. Yep. And look, to me, I kind of dig Iowa. If you were going to do it, plus 260 to win the West. Yeah, I've got them as a note. The other team I do look at yeah, is, let me hear is this. Illinois. Really? And you're going to do the regression thing, and I know. 
eight well, and five. Well, it's not a regression thing. It's not, It's real. Go ahead. Sell me on Big Bert and, and his moo-moo that he wears. Sell this to me. Year three for a guy who's won the West a time or two in the past. Okay, noted. And he builds up offensive lines, which typically break through in that third and fourth season. You get them in, you work with them, they hit the weight room. They're bringing back three of the five up front on the offensive line. And on the defensive line, they've got an All-American in Newton, and Randolph's another really good player, too. They're going to be one of the best teams in the trenches. How do you win the West historically? You have to be one of the best teams in the trenches. So I look at them, another team that's going to avoid Michigan and Ohio State. So that's a couple easier games on the schedule when you swap them out with other teams. I feel like... Who's the quarterback? Well, they brought in the kid from Ole Miss, Luke Altmeyer. Oh, 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 Luke Altmeyer's in the building. Is he going to be better than uh, Danny or Tommy DeVito, who they had last year? The answer is probably. Uh, see, I, I don't think so, because Ole Miss doesn't have a goddamn quarterback. And I'm not worried about the That's chase- why Lane Kiffin, who hates running it, turned into the fucking Pony Express last year. I'm just saying, no quarterback. I lost... Oh, here we go. Michigan fans are going to be all pissed off. I thought Chase Brown... Pound for pound with supporting cast, best running back in the Big Ten last year. You don't have that. You want to bet Bielema replaces him and runs the ball just as good the very next season? Because I'm willing to bet that Brett Bielema's football team is going to run the ball with whoever they put in the backfield. Okay. I'm just saying, they have a soft schedule. They have arguably the best O and D line combo in the West. Let me take a look at this. Playing the brand of football that wins the West. And I, how about this, Mike? Value (laughs) plus 800 to win the West. How about that? Okay, super value. Here's your problem. Uh, home against Penn State, loss. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I'm going to say this, God almighty, this, this goddamn team. They're the biggest underachiever on the planet. Shout out if you're a Maryland fan. Explain how you still follow this team when they're about three for 100 against ranked opponents. But at Maryland, that'll be a night game. They could lose that game. Home against Wisconsin could lose that game. And at Kinnick, <clears throat> at Kinnick. I mean, that's that'll that's be a, rough. That'll, that'll be a fight to 13. It'll be a 13 to 10 game. But I'm getting one team at eight to one to win the all Big right. Ten. You're getting them at two and a half to one. All right, that's so, all I'm saying. Oh, and, and you know, if you what? think Rock fights at the end, I'll take Bielema eight to one to win okay. the West. I, I and again, I'm not betting any of these. I may do this Jim Costa Penn State deal. I am not going to take plus two. Say it's not a big enough price okay. again for me to lend the sports book money. It's just not. Um, let's do this. Win totals. Yes. I'm Some a, of the teams we've already talked about, I think, so will come up. let's go kind of back and forth on this. Sure. Let me give you one I really, really like. And I know I'm insane, and I'm, an, and I'm asking for punishment by doing this. 
You can shop around on these, and I know, Jim, you've done a hell of a good job with this. Shop your totals. A lot of these are going to be juiced to the point that it's prohibitive to bet them. Meaning, hey, I think this team will go over five and a half. And then you go to bet it, and it's minus 158. Well, look for a six. Look for six and a half. Great example. Penn State, who we already talked about, we're not going to go deep dive. Nine and a half is what I saw at minus 150. You can't bet that. I mean, just for no. a backstory for people who are new, we're not going to hand out minus 150s. It's typically minus 110 or better. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not going to bet a Penn State at nine and a half. Now, if you shop around, can you find them at an even 10 where you're getting a little more? Yeah. Sure. And that's what you should do. I would love to know what a 10 and a half alt line is. That if they go 11 and one the way I think they can, I'm going to have to shop to yeah, see if there's some, a 10 and a half somewhere. Yeah. But let me get, let me give you the team. I actually would dig the total. I just, I don't know if there's enough, I can't believe I'm saying this, value. <laughs> um, Iowa, win total set at eight and a half. I've got it at minus 105. I've got even money on FanDuel. Okay. Bottom line, we don't need to argue about it. It's good enough. So I give you eight and a half with this schedule. I Ready? like it, yeah. Utah State. Iowa State, who who knows if their entire quarterback room is kicked out of school for gambling. Western Michigan. All right, at Penn State's a loss. So you got three wins so far. Mm -hmm. Michigan State, win. Purdue, win. That's five. At Madison, it's a toss-up game. Minnesota, should be a win. Northwestern, should be a win. Rutgers, should be a win. I think they beat Illinois, but I'll give it to you. Fuck it, they tank it. At Nebraska, who's a mess with Matt Rule in year one? First year, yeah. You could see Iowa do what they always do. They'll just beat everybody, and I'll know they're bullshit, but you play in the junior varsity division. I think Iowa, it's not this great value play, but if you like win totals and that's your bag, even money, when you could see a team, I think, potentially win 10 games. Yeah, 9-10 gets it done. They don't have to be special. They just beat up on the bad teams. When you cross over with Rutgers instead of Michigan – yeah, yeah, that's how you start adding a couple extra is wins. Is that one remotely playable to you? Or is I, I, that a I put it idea? highlighted, underlined in the sheet. The other one, Illinois, I'm six and a half. Six and a half at minus 110. So again, Mike, it's two fewer wins, same soft schedule. Maybe yep. they lose to Iowa and Penn State. But they only have to go seven and five for me to cash on Illinois. Give me an under total. Anyone in the West under before we go back uh, well, and kind of cap it? In the West? I'll give you a wild one. You got the guts to go Northwestern under two and a half, plus 112. Where are the wins? Pull up their schedule. Where are the wins on their schedule? And again. They play Howard. I'm pulling it up right now. Northwestern won 1-11 last year. Now, here's the dangerous part. The players rallied and said, essentially, if you don't hire our defensive coordinator, we're all leaving. Okay? They, they, they're going to play for this coach, but Northwestern is Here's the schedule. Give me the schedule. Over, under, two and a half. They open with Rutgers on the road. I can't say that's a win. Then they host UTEP. Will you forgive me if I told you I have not primed myself We're not on there UTEP yet. yet? We'll get to the group of five. We'll get to it. Uh, then they go to Duke. I can't say that's a win. Smart Kids Bowl. Host Minnesota. Can't, that, that's host Penn State. That's not a win. Host Howard. That's a win. That's a win. Okay, that's one. There you go. At Nebraska. Not a win. Hosting Maryland. Not a win. Hosting Iowa. Definitely not a win. At Wisconsin. No fucking shot. Hosting Purdue. Nope. And then the rivalry game to end the year at Illinois. No. So you got them one, maybe you're generous two, the under still hits. I kind of 
Am I crazy? And I saw it at an even three, so now you've even built yourself a little extra what, wiggle. Yeah, room. I was going to say, what, what is... What, what, it's like, even money, minus 110 at three. three okay, yeah. so it's plus... If you take the two and a half, it's... What is it? Plus 112? I want to double check here for the people. So this is like a very yeah, gambling geeky thing, but yeah, Mike, they're not going to end with a half win. So, so you're going to be in this position. If you're betting them under three, oh, you're essentially God. betting them at two, which means you should do the two and a half at the plus odds. Yeah, and by the way, I mean... What? Look at this situation at quarterback. Well, that's, Ryan the big, that's, that's the biggest issue. They failed to develop a quarterback for a decade. Offensive line's not what it was. They lost hold of the NFL, the tailback. Like, I just, I don't just see it. Just lost their best recruit from their class, this Nigel Glover kid yep. who's going to start a linebacker. Potentially. No, they're going to be radioactive. Guys, we're just throwing options for you. So I, I Can I, I give you another radioactive team? And I think this yeah. is a shared team for us, but I want to go to the East. Yeah. This is, this is the worst team in the East. It's Indiana. Set at three and a half under plus 120. They do play Indiana State and Akron, so you feel like you got a couple wins on the schedule. Play the schedule game with me on Indiana. But but, but let's play this out this way. Let's say they win the two gimmies, Indiana State and Akron. Yeah. But to to go over, they got to get two Big Ten wins. They've won two Big Ten games in the last two seasons. They're 2-16 and 16 in conference the last two seasons. Oh, you mean that gum-chewing idiot Tom Allen well, wasn't a too. good coach? He's a loud mouth, and he's a loser. If you're a loud loser, people tune you out. 1-8 and eight to close the season last year. They're lucky that he's lucky he has a job right now. Well, well who the hell are you going to find? And he has one of the most depressing places to coach football. I would, argue, I would argue rolling him out this season, you're begging have, to go 3-9 and nine If again. he didn't have the COVID year... With Penix? Correct. He'd be gone already. You're right. So reality is he's kept his job on fake football. Yeah. But I think the bottom falls out. They're horrific. Yeah, so they're a team, you could, even with a low total, you could go under three and a half. All right. Recap it for the peeps. And again. Oh, no, we got one more team we got to mention, and it's you your team. Oh, uh, no, 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 hold on. We got two more teams. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of leading with MSU. Let's do this. I brought them up. Maryland. Why are you in on them? I'm, I'm debating. Well, A, we do a, I don't know if you're aware of this. Hi, my name's Mike. We do a Hi, podcast on sports betting, nice to meet you. and we have to give people options. Okay. I thought Maryland at seven and a half was interesting. Minus 110. It's totally even. There's no juice. Look at their, pull them up. Here, I'm going to pull look up. look at their, their schedule. No, no, I, I did this earlier, but I want to be able to do it in order yeah. with you. Yeah. Because here's the thing. After Penn State, Michigan, and OSU, big drop off. But baby two is back for year twelve. Yep. By the way, you see that story where he said some some yeah, SEC Yeah, one point team, something million dollars. One point five million dollars yeah. for him. Like I think he's solid. I've never thought he's a star. But here's your schedule. And when you look at this, notice who's not on this schedule. There is no Iowa. There is no Wisconsin. Towson. Charlotte. Shout out Biff Pogi. Virginia. They stink. I got no idea what my team's going to be, Michigan State. But Indiana, they control it and you guys can't stop the pass, so yeah. Indiana. Okay, Ohio State's a loss. Okay. Is Illinois an automatic loss in College Park? I can't say that. No. Northwestern. All right, Penn State's going to come to town and beat the doors off. Nebraska, Michigan, Rutgers. So if we total it, I go Towson, one. Charlotte, two. Virginia, three. Michigan State, four. Indiana, five. Now, you got to hold on to your ass a little bit in the back end here. <laughs> At Ohio State's a problem. Illinois is no gimme, uh, but yet Northwestern is six, Nebraska is seven, Rutgers is eight, and that's if they don't actually beat a goddamn ranked team for once in their life. Is it crazy to go, even in the most brutal division, 
to back Mike Loxley, who's as horseshit a coach as it gets. He's all sizzle. No, sh- and again, Josh Gaddis. I, I speed in space. So you're flipping what I did, which is you find a team from the division that has the easy crossovers. So they got the easy crossovers. They've got the quarterback. The story with Maryland has always been terrible in the trenches, and they get bullied. But if you don't play Wisconsin and Iowa, there it is. If you don't play some of the bullies of the West, and you got you're four kind of talking to me completely anyway. radioactive teams on it, where you're getting to four, and I go, all right, of the next eight games, can I be a 500 team? And a senior quarterback with NFL aspirations, not a problem. They got gutted out wide. But I just, I had to throw it out. Some of it's going to depend. I'm looking at the end of the season. Last four weeks, Penn State at Nebraska, Michigan at Rutgers. And I'm not saying, yeah, they have to go two and two. They have to win the road games. They have to be clicking at the end of the season. And I don't know about Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska, I think their total set like six, six and a half. And I don't think they're going to be great, but is there a chance late in the year they're playing better than early in the year as rule gets a little more settled? What's Nebraska to the under? Because if I remember anything, and I'm not, I'm not going to go back and do this live. I'm not. I will bet you dollars to donuts he didn't win more than one or two games first year at Baylor. And one Temple win. Was, one win. I looked it up. One Temple win. was total garbage when yeah. he took it over. So there's no way he won four or five there. So the point I'm making is he's going to roll in there, and that's a complete gut job. Correct. And remember. This is the year that Scott Frost gets it right. <laughs> my, my, he gets it right all right. He's on the couch. But Nebraska, this is a cultural fix as much as anything else. This is a team that has every bad habit. Jim, it's hard to walk in and get guys to stop doing stupid shit. The turnovers, the penalties, the nonsense, the mistakes, the assignments. Jim, I don't think – what's what's under, under six and a half for Nebraska? I'll pull it up. I, I really would love to know. Because Matt Rule, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, as another Nebraska coach who will probably be the latest even, in the— Six and a half even both sides. I'd go under. Under, yeah. I'd go under. I don't think you're going to be any good. He's going to need time. He's going to need time. Um, all right, let's 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 get to—you want to do it, we'll do what it. What about Mike Spartans? We got to do it. Set it five and a half, and yes. it's one of those deals where you should shop around if you want the under because there's really no value. Well, okay, yeah. The I, I, over's plus— 135. And the under is minus 158. So, uh, okay. Yes, full disclosure, I went to Michigan State. Yes, I root for Michigan State. All right, let's get that out of the way. Last year was a complete fucking boondoggle. It was some of the worst caliber football I've ever watched. Special teams, forget it. I've seen better shit in middle school as far as kicking the football. It was unreal. Miss a bowl game because you miss, essentially, an extra point. Do everything in your power. I mean, the Indiana game was horseshit. They, they lost to a team that completed two passes that's not named Navy, Air Force, or, or Army. You want me to build the case to the over? I'll build the case. No, I'm not panicked that Peyton Thorne transferred to Auburn, because, ready? He may not even win that job. If you lose a job to Robbie Ashford, you're no good. Keon Coleman hurts, but who are we kidding? Let's not turn Keon Coleman to Randy so now, let's really think about it. You want the biggest power stat for why Michigan State might not be absolute garbage juice on defense? Do you know how many guys they started on defense? How many different starters they had on defense last year? No. 27. There is a positive regression to the mean from injury luck. No, you're not going to have a year you play the same 11 players every week. But 27 players? Uh, here's the other thing. 
Okay, this is where I'm going to sound like a fan. I'm just offering this. You're going to get some of Mel Tucker's players, finally. You're going to get some of these recruits. You're going to get new faces in new places. Look, Portal, they've gone out and gotten four- and five-star kids on the D-line. Penn State, A&M, I'm not going to bore you with names. I don't even know who these kids are. The point is, you'll be better up front. The secondary cannot be worse. That's that's the sales pitch. It just can't be. It's not it's not plausible. We're at 130 against the pass last year. Can't be worse. Bring up the schedule because we're going to play a fun game. I've got it. I'll I'll do it with you. Here you go. Central 08, you went to CMU, but all right. CMU to open. Richmond week 2. Can we say 2 and 0? Come on. Don't do this to me. Can we say 2? We'll, we'll save that for later, sure. Washington on America's Network Peacock, 5 o'clock start. I am not ready to tell you that that is an impossible task. I, no, 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 no. I can't count it as a win. The impossible task is in Columbus, where it will be 28 nothing seven minutes into the game. Packed, when, hold on, just help me. When did we get to a point where we take Pac-12 teams leaving their coddled West Coast existence and going east and it's going to be under the lights by that point. And I have to sit here and go, oh, my God, I'm quivering in fear of Kalen DeBoer. It's a toss-up to me. It's not a toss-up. Okay, it's a loss. It's two, not a okay, toss-up. they're 2-1. and one. Home against Maryland. Maryland's winning that game. Okay, 2-2. Two and two. At Iowa, we're fucked. 2-3. and three. Rutgers, 3-3. Three and 3-3. Three. Three Home against Michigan at night. You're not telling me it's impossible. Look at the series history. I'm not telling you you're going to win. My point to you with the Washington game was this. Home against UW, home against Michigan, both under the lights. They can get one of those. When I look at Michigan State. Well, then it's Minnesota, Nebraska, both horseshit, Indiana horseshit. So I go one, two, three, four, five, six. That's without beating Maryland. That's without any win I give a shit about. That's losing to Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa and Washington, five losses. That's still seven. So if there's six, who's the sixth loss? Why is it juiced at plus five and a half? If you can comfortably find six and potentially seven, and you want to know the answer? Because Mel Tucker can't. He's a horseshit football coach. His You're, own words. That's it. You really think he's terrible? No, no but but seriously. Two you years said, ago, they won eleven games, and they had the worst secondary in college football two years ago. And then the year no. after, he took his personal special attention to that position group, and they were somehow still awful. Twenty-seven Mike, defensive starters. Mike, they should have a winning record. They should go to a bowl game. This is the books, market pricing telling you your program in year four but has, hasn't earned that level Oh, of, wait a minute. Are we doing this COVID thing now? Now we're counting COVID? I just want to make sure. I want to make sure I've so I know. I've not counted COVID. Okay. Bubble championships, I don't hey, give a Evan, shit. Evan, well then fuck it. YOLO, tucks two and one against U of M. I mean, Good, who, I feel great. I no, don't give I'm just a making shit. a point. I mean, is it year four? You're, the guy's recruiting over a fucking TV his first year no, at the school. Mike, Mike, and I agree with your assessment that defensively, front seven-wise, they should have the personnel to go to a bowl game this year. The concern is you don't know who your quarterback is. I agree. You have no high-end skill players at receiver or running back. You return the same five shitty offensive linemen no, from last wait, wait, year. Wait, 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 hold on. Mediocre. I don't know about Fine. you. Fine. 
Come on. You, you were, can't run the ball and you can't protect your they quarterback. They can. Uh, you're wrong. Good. You're wrong metrically. They were very good at pass pro last year. I'm I'm not. You're Fine. very researched, Fine. but you're being a negative Fine. Nancy Fine. here. They I don't can't like, run the ball and you can't you can't concede that. If you're asking me to give you a juiced over in the conference, it's slim pickings. I will tell you, if they don't win six games, I will lose my fucking mind. They should win six games on defense alone because Tucker is a good coach. And if they don't, you know what you know. Now it's up to your school to make a decision. I'll lose my fucking mind. If you're asking me... Yes, plus 138. Here's okay. what I would do. Here's what I would do as a I service. I mean, I can't bet the under at minus 160, so I'm not, I'm not trying to make that argument. Here's what I'll do for the service to the show. What? You want me to bet this just so I'm emotionally attached to this more sure. than I already am? Sure. So I can have a goddamn meltdown and sever that cactus's fucking head? <laughs> plus 138. Okay. Um, here, here's the, the two. I think your Penn State caper, whether you want them plus 550 or PSU to make the playoff plus 440, super interesting. I think Iowa... If you want win totals over the eight and a half even money, I think winning the West at plus 260. You like Illinois plus 800 as a value. It's not the same without the cactus. Uh, If you want unders, Maryland over seven and a half could work too. But if you want unders, possibly Indiana, possibly Northwestern. But guys, you're betting an under. I mean, it's a low under. Do you really want to be holding on to your ass when Indiana's got three wins and you got to sit there the last three weeks of the seat. Like, that's like betting the don't pass line at the casino. There I, mean, that's, I agree. That's the only hesitancy is when we look at unders, it's easy to just look at the five worst teams in the conference and rattle them all off and go, the bad teams are bad, so they'll lose. The totals are low. You're on a very narrow path. Yes. When we do Pac-12, I'm going to give you a team that's got a big total and you're going to go under on it. Those are the ones that you want to target. I don't think there's one of those teams in the Big Ten that's got an 8, 9, or a 10 that we're burying an under on. I've got a bomb play for the Pac-12 to win the conference. A bomb. I think I know who it is. A bomb. <laughs> um, because I don't, th- I don't think the team that everyone's hot to trot over is going to do it. We will get the Pac-12 preview out tomorrow. That's the Big Ten betting preview. Gave you some totals. Gave you some futures. And I think Jim's got a caper. And listen, I'm not asking you to root against your team. This is a sports betting pod, and it's our job to give you some. Will you just do it one last time? I mean, can you? Here, let, me for, get, let me get the cactus. For old time's sake, I need to hear it from this maniac one last time. If we want to give you some value, that's what we try to do. Okay, put it away now. That's enough. Value. I'm going to throw that thing across the goddamn room. <laughs> that is Cash to Take It. Rate, review, subscribe, and get on the YouTube and support it. God damn it. Get involved. We're going to be coming at you with conference previews all week. Thank you for listening, as always. Tell Nona we thank her for her subscription and notifications on. We'll talk to you tomorrow.